0: David Hellman, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton. Well, that is not the
1: lineup here today for the break, but that's okay. I'm Nick Eatman, David Hellman. Isaiah Stanback is in, filling in with us today as is he, is he uh, skates his way in from Ooh, the uh, ice, ice here. Dave looks like he's ready to go. It's we, cold outside. You thought the Olympics was over. No, we got we got skiing, <laughs> skating going on. We don't talk weather on this show, but yeah, definitely weather is happening here in North Texas, and when that happens, everyone freaks out. But Absolutely. it's all
2: right. If you were in the Winter Olympics, what event would you do?
1: A zero. I mean, like, I was just telling someone this the other day. This sounds like a setup, but it, it's not. I, I was like, I don't relate to this because I have done zero things in the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, everybody has shot a basket, run, maybe thrown a javelin, done uh-huh. a high jump, done something. Some of the nation. No one – not – I have never done anything. Nothing. in the Winter Olympics. Not one thing. Have... I've gone ice skating like maybe twice, and okay. when I say ice
3: skating, I really mean just, <laughs> just sort of like dancing around, trying not to fall like yeah. in the in the in the mall. I think at yeah. the gallery or
2: yeah. something. What's yeah. the uh, What's the name of the one sport? Uh, oh yeah, know. what's the name
1: curling? curling? Oh, I could do that. I want to do curling. Could I want to try like it. Corn no, I, I wouldn't on be good ice. at it.
2: It's like corn. It's like yeah. on ice. Yeah.
1: But you get to play a little defense and all
2: that. Like the same thing.
3: It's the only – it's got to be the only Olympic sport where it's normal to drink while you play it. Like, I that's a so. thing. Did you see some of those guys? Yeah. Oh, from, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like,
2: they
1: came straight from no, the I bar. No,
3: I could do that. Yeah, I w- right. I'd like there to be, like, a curling lodge here in Dallas. I would go.
1: I would definitely <laughs> go. I'll join you. <laughs> I, I mean, I again. I, that's why I don't really relate well to it because it's just it's like, oh, I could do that. I I couldn't. Nope. I mean, I could lie on my back <laughs> and slide down ice, but I would probably fall off or whatever. Yeah, I don't know what your score would be on that. It, it probably it would be good. <laughs> good. So, all right, let's uh, let's talk about really what I was going to say. We, this is what we do on our show. I joined your show yeah. the other day. Y'all were doing like chips and dips and all Absolutely. this kind of crazy stuff. What we let's do count. on this show, and we sort of already has, we go around really quickly. What's a sports story? doesn't have to be, be Cowboys. doesn't have to be NFL. It could be anything that's kind of on your mind right now. Um, I'll start with you, Dave, and get you a chance to, to think about it. You got anything?
3: I'm bummed that Derek's not here because from the time we were arguing about it on Twitter, I was like, oh, I'm going to take this to the show because I wanted oh, to yeah. argue with him about the college football playoff. Um,
1: well, I, him and I seem to be on the same it's side. It's true.
3: We so. can argue about it if you want to. Well, I just – the the – the committee like, announced over the weekend that they're not going to expand the college football playoff until 2026 at the earliest. And I want to be clear, I'm fine with a bigger playoff. Like More football is fun for everybody. I just don't. I think it's completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. I think we've learned over the last seven years that yeah. in any given year, there's like three teams that are good enough to win the national title. Sometimes four but beyond that, the, everybody else is just on a different level, and I don't see why we need a bigger field to prove that. Yeah. I hear that. Do you, do you agree? I do. I do. You I played know. college football. You tell me.
2: Yeah, so the times have changed. <laughs> the times have changed so much. Um, but I agree with you. I think you pretty much know who the top dogs are, and I don't think that you need to necessarily add to that. Yeah.
3: I just think we're yeah. setting ourselves up for more ass-whippings, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's like, right okay, too. cool. I Um... What, like so nine and three, nine and three uh, Iowa State gets in as like the twelve seed, and maybe you play like a great game in the first round against the four seed or whatever, and then you get your ass kicked. It's like, okay, I guess this was more dramatic for the teams that made it in until they had to play the elite teams. I just don't see why it's necessary.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing how the uh, the whole transfer portal and you know p- players getting paid now and all these contracts, how that's gonna really affect the competition this year. Yeah. I That's going to be interesting. It's,
1: it's going to be... I think it's going to still be the same because the, the, the teams that are good are the, are the big schools that have the money and they're the ones that are going to pay the most, probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I argued with you a little bit on Twitter. I, I don't even think it's about the playoffs. I think it's about the month ahead of time. Um, I've heard people say it waters down. If you, if you make more teams, it waters down the regular season, which I just disagree. I think it makes it uh, more uh, compelling. November games, I think you've got... Number 17 versus number 14. Now they're playing for something as opposed to maybe some trophy or something like that, like mm. on, on that Thanksgiving weekend. I, I I actually did the math a little bit on this, and, and which doesn't happen a lot, but I did did some math, and I just think it's weird that in the NBA, 66 percent of the teams make the playoffs. In Major League Baseball, I think 30 percent make the playoffs. In the NFL, 43 percent. In the in uh, hockey, I think it's fifty five percent. In college basketball, I haven't done the math. Sixty eight versus three thirty something. Low. But college football zero zero three percent make the playoffs, and I just think hmm. I don't think these other regular seasons are that bad. Now, the NBA is like whatever, but sixty-six percent make it. But in the NFL, thirty—I mean, what forty-three percent of the teams make it—and it's still a pretty good uh, regular season. So I just think there's room if it's zero zero three percent of the college teams. Increase that. Oh, yeah. I I hear you, and i you're right. I think
3: you would probably make November a little bit more dramatic. But if like, I guess that's my point. Is like it feels gimmicky. Like if number number seventeen is playing number fourteen for the right to get into the playoffs yeah. and get mauled. I um, just you get destroyed by the teams that actually belong there. The reason that's why it's
1: not happening and they're delaying it is they haven't figured out what to do with their precious bowl games. Yeah, that's the thing. These these old guys want to see the bowl games, and what happens? What do you do with all these bowl games? And I think that's
2: seventy percent th- of these bowl games have to be losing money. Yeah, they, I mean they have to be losing money. Yeah, I mean, no disrespect to any of the bowl games. I know there's a lot of people, a lot of money behind these things, but. Some of the ones that are even here in Dallas, like yeah, you don't go. They're like giving tickets away. Yeah,
1: you don't. You don't go if you live in the area. You don't if you live in if you live in like Birmingham and maybe that's the Music City Bowl or something. I don't think you just go just because Minnesota is taking on South Carolina. I don't think you go.
3: I will. That is, I think the one benefit of expanding the playoffs is it would create more meaningful games, which keeps teams invested instead of it's like oh. We lost that third game, so I'm sitting out to start training for the draft, which I support anybody that wants to do that. But, I mean, I would be in favor. Thank you. I'm in favor of more games, I guess, where people want to play. And if that gets it done, that's fine. And, again, like I'm not anti-expansion. I just, again, we've done seven of these, I think, at this point. And the semifinals have been laughable most of those years like there have probably been three really great semifinals OU and georgia played a classic one year um obviously ohio state won the first one as a four seed so like i get it but by and large like i said there's like two sometimes three teams and it's always been that way by the way that was the problem with the bcs is every few years there would be a third team that gets screwed yeah uh, but from what we've seen to this point, I just I don't think we're seeing anybody get screwed. Like there is not a team in the playoff era where I'm just like they might they might have won if you'd let them in. Like no, the right team won won this thing. Like I, that's just how I feel.
1: All right. Let's talk. Let's talk cowboys, because that's kind of what I we just, do here.
3: All I can think, which I I like bantering about other things, and I know there are people that like it, but I just whenever we go off into the weeds, I just <laughs> picture the guy that's just like screaming at his car stereo, like <laughs> just talk about the cowboys. But, but yet, when just it do comes, it
1: when it comes to Twitter, I've never gotten anybody say y'all don't talk about that. I get more people that say, you know, I agree about this, or I agree yeah, with Dave, yeah. or whatever. Sure, so, you know, no, I, I know, everyone's, I know. Everyone's got got Just their thing.
3: Press the, you know, you can skip ahead 15 seconds. Just skip to, like, <laughs> yeah. the eighth minute of the show if you don't like it.
1: All right, I'm going to kind of reset things, because when we have people on here that are different, you, you want to see what they think about okay. big news, right. big stuff. Before. So, before we get going on all these other free agents, Dave and I had... We don't want to agree on everything, mm. but we have been. Lately. We've been agreeing a lot more recently. But we definitely like stand on the table, agree on this one. Okay. And I want to see where you stand. All ears. Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. What is your take on him and his future? What would you do if you were playing Cowboys GM?
2: Cowboys GM, keep him. Keep him because you have a, a hell of a player that you're choosing to not utilize. It's not that he's getting paid all this money, and all of a sudden, oh well, I don't know if he's if he's really worth it anymore. No, the conversation is we're not using him to the amount that we're paying him. So now people are like, oh, let's get rid of him. Like, no, that's a you problem. Yeah. That's a that's a, that's a coordinator problem. That's a team problem. Figure that out. Get him the ball because these other teams are getting their guy the ball, right? Amari is Dallas's receiver. Yes, that's their. Not supposedly, stat, stat wise, not number one. Supposedly, right? that year, CD, right. right? But supposedly, that's your number one. Capability wise, that's your number one. And for the most part, health wise, he's still in position to be your number one, right? So there's nothing that's stopping him from right, being right. your number one. All
1: right, break it break it down. You've played receiver and quarterback in yes. this position. Yes. Is it is it Amari Cooper? Is it is? It <laughs> <laughs> you, you'll laugh if you knew the quarterback I almost named. Is it Dak? Is it Kellen Moore? Like, yeah. What? Why is Devonte Adams getting these targets and Cooper Cup? And why? But, 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 break it down. Why?
2: It's, I've been standing on the table and saying Kellen Moore. That's been me. Reason being because you can scheme your way to get your guy the ball. Think about the time. What well, I don't remember what week it was. Maybe fourteen or something like that. When Amari Cooper, Cooper, who's a very you know docile kind of quiet guy, goes about his business. It was the his, week of Christmas, right? And he just he he got he, he was tired of it. Yeah. He was pissed. That was his way of yelling. That was his. Yeah. Yeah. That was his. You know, Odell Beckham yelling. T.O., Who else you want in that category? That was his version of it, right? Instead of going out there and becoming front page news, he was just like, you know, I can't. I can't throw it and catch it. Yeah. You know. That, you know. That's, that, that's him yelling. You know. Yeah, that's, that's that's him. That's him pissed off. Yeah. Right. Uh, because normally he keeps those things bottled sure. up. So what happened that that next week?
3: He got like 10 or 11 targets.
2: Dude, I mean, he got like six catches on the first drive. Yeah. Right? He got all those targets on the first drive alone. So they force fed him the ball. So why is it that you can get him involved when he speaks out, but any other time, oh, it's just, you know, we kind of have to go with what the defense gives us. Uh, We got to spread the ball around. We don't force feed people. Like, there's no excuse because to your point, you know, as you start naming these other number one receivers, they all don't have a problem getting the ball. When you look at the Super Bowl, the last drive, who's going to get the ball? Yep.
3: Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. Can you stop it?
2: Nope.
1: No. Eli could not.
3: <laughs> nope. Sure couldn't. I actually I haven't looked at this, which I knew it would be low, but I hadn't looked it up specifically. Amari Cooper ranked 38th in targets among NFL pass catchers. That includes tight ends. That includes tight ends. But, like, and, again, for the money, you're like, oh, for the money, you're supposed to do this, that, and the other. A few of the guys at the top of the list, like obviously DeAndre Hopkins missed a lot of the season. Julio Jones is in and out of the lineup all the time. But like Keenan Allen finished in the top 20 in targets. Tyreek Hill finished seventh in targets. Tyler Lockett finished way above him in targets. Mike Evans, like all these guys are getting dozens more opportunities at the ball than Amari Cooper did so last year. So
1: where is C.D. Lamb in that list?
3: C.D. Lamb is above Amari, actually. Okay,
1: that's what I want to know. C.D.
3: Lamb finished 24th in the league in targets, okay. 120 over. And I,
1: I guarantee you, um, that Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are probably in there. But I want to know how many teammates are in the top 40. Good question. Because that, I mean, Devonte Adams is next guy in the Green Bay is not in there. So I'm sure. I
3: see Kelsey and Hill are in there. Um, I see Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews are both in the top ten, which is amazing. Okay, uh, Stephon
1: Diggs and Cole Beasley. Um, so <laughs> so there's a good amount.
3: Yeah, they,
2: yeah they, I mean, especially they're there, when, especially when you take into the context
1: that That's, that was the only two receivers that I heard. I, I heard tight end receivers. I didn't hear. Two
2: receivers. But you also take into the context that Dak was leading the league in passing yards, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Dallas was total offense, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. So there's really there's no. I hear what you're saying, but there's no excuse for him not to get the ball. There's been no conversations about Amari's not getting open. Amari's slow. You know, he's lost his step. His route runnings fell off. You haven't heard any negative connotations in regards to his abilities. Yeah. It, but it's all coming back to what? Targets.
3: Evans and Godwin both finished in the top thirty as well. Okay. As did um Jamar Chase finished top uh Jamar Chase finished twenty and T. Higgins was thirty one. So I mean So it happens.
1: It's doable. It, it, it happens. Okay. It's doable. And that's you know, and I, I I agree. I mean, I I just think I think it always comes down to kind of this sense of arrogance of we do what we do and stop us because if you want to take him away, I'll just throw it to Cedric Wilson, and sometimes <laughs> that works. But like I just I, I think there's got to be this this balance and. We all were here or we, we, we definitely know that when Dak was younger and that another wide receiver was chirping all the time about wanting the ball and then the next week they would just throw Dez the ball and that didn't always work out. Mm. So I'm not i I'm not saying this is the same. No, it's just you. there's a middle balance of like There is. And and that's that's what they haven't figured out just yet.
2: But if you take out out all, all the receivers you just named, right, the number 1 receivers, if you take them out of it and just don't target them pretty much like Dallas doesn't really yeah. target Amari, how successful are
3: those teams? I'm sure they're not, not that I would great. assume not. Yeah. Not.
1: Well, to, to, <laughs> right? to argue against myself, which I love to do. <laughs> Nobody
2: that, makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> nice, nice reference there. I mean, that'd be one thing if Amari didn't get the ball against the 49ers, but... But C D got fourteen targets, but he got like one or two himself. C D disappeared
3: from that game. C D so, didn't get targeted until like the third quarter. And
1: and and they weren't running. No, they weren't so doing let, anything. What the hell were they doing?
3: <laughs> they were
1: it, it's, it, it, losing.
2: It, it, and that's why I always lean back and say, Kellen Moore, Kellen Moore, you're in position to get your your resources, yeah. your guys, the ball. That is your job. Now underneath Kellen Moore is Dak. Right? Dak. Now, from the guidance and the direction that you're given by your uh, offensive coordinator, it's now your job to now facilitate and ensure that these guys get the ball based around whatever the defense is allowing you to, you know, to to take advantage of. So it is a Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott thing. It can't just be a Dak Prescott thing. This is not this is not uh, Cleveland and Baker Mayfield just hating on Odell Beckham. This that's not that situation, right? This is hey, this your coordinator is just simply saying. We'll get it to other guys. We're not going to force-feed it. But in reality, we're seeing
3: you need to get Coop the ball.
1: I'll put you on the spot. Go ahead. Can Dak make all the throws? No.
3: Which throw can he make?
2: Dak's velocity. I've been saying this for the last year and a half. And even when Andy – two years almost. When Andy Dalton got signed, I stood up and said, Andy Dalton has a better arm than Dak. And people lost it. Oh, you got to be – Kidding me? I'm talking about velocity. Velocity, yeah.
3: I'm talking about velocity. Yeah. And people, people. I mean, Dak's Dak's not Mahomes or Stafford.
1: Not at all. But which is it—the 15-yard out or what? It's surprisingly, if
2: you go back and watch the film, it's not even just one particular route. If you watch his his curls that he's throwing, Uh the ball is dying out. The ball should go through the target. You should. It should be on such a rope that if that receiver wasn't there, it should go all the way through the dog on sideline. Right, But instead, you're seeing the balls, even on swing routes, screen routes, balls dying out. The, the, the nose of the ball is literally diving towards the ground, and it's on so many of his throws. This was before the shoulder injury. This is yeah. after the shoulder injury. You can, people can point their finger and say, oh, well, he had this injury. It has nothing to do with that. Yeah. He has to increase his velocity, whether that be in core strength, whether that be in his legs, whether that be in his arm. There's a whole lot of things that go into increasing velocity, but he has to work on that, and it's just not
1: there. Well, can you work on that? at, this, oh, absolutely. at, at, this a, at absolutely. This eight, in Important career? absolutely. Like absolutely. it almost seems like you have yeah. it or you don't. No,
2: absolutely. No, you could work on
1: it. Okay. Yeah. So that might be part of it. I mean, that's and that's your opinion. Mm-hmm. I bet you not everyone says that, and if they do, they don't say it loudly. Um, <laughs> so that could be a part of it too. The the play is for Amari Cooper to do this. You go to the line of scrimmage. You see, okay, the coverage is going to be a little different. So to get him the ball, it's going to be a different throw. Eh, I'm going Schultz.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm but, going. But but. Again, it goes back to Kellen Moore. If you're going to keep putting – what was the issue when T.O. was here, right? I was on the roster. T.O. was on the outside. You rolled to a certain coverage. All of a sudden, you either have to throw an amazing ball into a honey hole or you just don't throw him the ball. Yeah. Right, And then who who got the ball? Wit, right? Dump it off the Wick. because he's inside all day. If that's the situation that you're facing, wouldn't you as an offensive coordinator then move Amari Cooper to the inside? Yeah, you would think –
1: but they were drawing plays up in the dirt back then, right? Like that was okay. probably all right. All no. right. Um, Sh-
3: fitting, fittingly for that point, Dalton Schultz finished with as many targets as Amari Cooper did.
1: Yeah, so he so they had three in the top forty. Uh, yeah. Okay. Do that. See who. <laughs> no, I, live on the air. Okay. No, no, we'll, we're about to take a break here, um, but. We're going to play a game of dominoes, really, okay. and then I think that's the, the Mari Cooper decision is what starts it, and then it'll just got kind of to go from there in, in terms of free agency because that's what has to happen. You got to figure out, you got to prioritize what you're going to do, and then that kind of goes from there. All right, we're going to take our first break. We'll be right back here to talk about some dominoes when we come
0: back. At AT everyone, new and existing customers, get our best deals on every smartphone. Why? Because you deserve it for turning your living room into your office and your gym. We're teaching Grandma how to video call. And teaching her again. It's the button on your left, Nana. Okay, your other left. It's not complicated. Everyone deserves something new. So AT&T has given everyone, new and existing customers, our best deals with every unlimited plan on every smartphone, even the latest ones. AT&T may temporarily slow data speeds if the network is busy. Restrictions and exceptions may apply. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare
3: brand of the Dallas Cowboys?
0: Back to the break.
1: All right. You could be watching from home or cheering in the stands. With Essilor lenses, you'll see every exciting play. Book an appointment at your local Essilor Exports and find the perfect Essilor lens for you. See more, do more Essilor. Sorry, I had to sneak that in there. What? It's an Essilor read. I got excited. I love Essilor. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't see any glasses on you. What I you love know? the, uh, the car. There's no sun out there. in tonight. the car. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> there is no sun out there. Um, all right. What were you about to say?
3: Oh, I just I love the quirks that each show brings to the table. Yeah. I just you know, oh. I I got to do a show with Isaiah like maybe a month ago, right after the season, end, and I was like, Oh damn, all right. The energy level is way different in here right now. <laughs> yeah. Like we're just kind of I described us as the grumpy show one time. I don't we're not grumpy. I just think we're like very We're almost, like, stoic. Thank God for AG, because she gets revved up sometimes and raises the energy level a little bit. (laughs) uh... (laughs) But, like, talking Cowboys, like, I don't know if I could keep up. Especially, y'all go at, like, 9 in the morning. I'm just like, dude, let me finish my coffee. Like, y'all are... I Y'all felt like lot.
1: I was at a Texas A&M football <laughs> game yeah. where all these things are happening that you don't know, you right. know. All of a sudden, in the middle of the game, it's just like, "Wow!" And you're what like, what was going? that? And they're like, that's what we do on third and 6 i I'm like, wow. We need a right. bachelor's degree <laughs> to keep up right. with everything. So, no, nah, that's fine. All right. We were talking to Mari Cooper, okay. and uh, we said that, that to me, and, and I don't know if that's what the Cowboys think. I think it is. I think it's the first domino that you have to start. You have to figure out what you're going to do with I think the him.
3: whole conversation for this team in 2022 starts right. with him.
1: And and I know that they look at this globally across the team and probably the, the bigger contracts. And so next on their priority list might be the defensive ends. But let's just – Let's stick to offense for a second, because we all agree that Amari Cooper should be here. Do if that is the case and they decide to keep him, what do you do with Dalton Schultz? You gotta go. Bye. Bye. I think
3: Dalton Schultz is and I we talked about this like I think probably last week. It's it sounds glib. Like I, I don't wanna like I think Dalton Schultz is a really good player. I think he's deserving of the payday that's coming his way. Not just like, oh, he's not good. He doesn't yeah. have a future here. It's just like that's the reality of team building. And a, and like Dalton Schultz is perfect. Like like he came on strong halfway through his contract, gave you two fantastic years. It's gonna get you at least a fourth round comp, maybe a third, depending on how much money he gets on the open market. And you just say, thanks, man. We will replace that production in a cheaper way. We already have Blake Jarwin under contract for less money. Thank you for your service. Go get the
1: bag. If Amari Cooper is not a part of this team hmm. and he's saving some money there, does that change your opinion one way or another? On what? On Schultz. Because I, I, no. I don't think, no. I think Schultz will be less effective.
2: Yeah, I mean, what does Schultz do that
3: much better than Jarwin? I'm not sure. I think. I mean, and I know, I guess the one thing I can count Plays. on is,
0: yeah, Dal- Dalton
3: Schultz is more durable. I, I, mean, mean, he, I mean, Jarwin had the, yeah, he had the big boy injury. He's had two big boy injuries. I mean, he, he got hurt on Halloween and yeah. wasn't back until the end of the season. I mean, he yeah. missed half of this year.
2: And, you, I mean, maybe I'm probably the wrong person to talk about it because I had my fair share of injuries. But you can't prevent those things, right? So, I, like, so, I mean, so it no, is like – like I want to be
3: – I hate criticizing no, no, a guy no, no, for no, no, getting hurt. No, no, I understand hurt. what you're yeah. saying. No, I
2: understand yeah. what you're saying. But, I mean, but, like, if it was up to Jarwin, obviously he's, he'll be on the field. So, I mean, but production-wise, when they are on the field, I don't see – what Schultz does that much better than Jarwin. I think think Jarwin's a more capable individual where I think Schultz took advantage was when Jarwin went down, Schultz put out a ton of effort, right? He wasn't the best. He was not a great blocker. No. But he put forth a ton of effort at it, right? And then the second half of the season, that disappeared somehow, some way. He didn't have that same energy towards blocking, and he was less effective in that regard. Now, in terms of running five, six yards, turning around, catch a ball that's put on the right position, all right, cool. Jarwin could do that
1: too. I've never liked the idea of having both of them and definitely not having both of them yeah, at, the, at that price. Um, I just think they're the same guy yep. in terms of more of a pass catcher, kind of light in the ass about when it comes to blocking. Yep. They'll get in the way and do it, but that's yep. not. I just think you got to have one of them and yeah. then another bigger blocker type.
3: Thing. I think they're the exact same player, I mean, more or less. Not-
1: I'd rather have Blake Bell as The second guy, he's, oh, okay. and he's probably he's probably under contract. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. he's not under contract. That type of guy, that type of guy, I as think my you second. need to go add that
2: guy. I need you, I think you need yeah. to add that guy. Whether you know, um, you know, yeah, Luna Wells, Linda Wells is at is, is developing that guy right now on the roster. I don't know, but I do know that if I had to choose between those two, I'm going with Jarwin because Jarwin gives you more opportunities with his, with his abilities and his attributes.
3: I know they love. They love Sean McCune, and I've been yes. impressed by what he's done.
1: Same guy, right? No,
3: I was about to say, like, I think he's very similar to the other two. Yeah. I, it sucks because – and I, uh, too bad Nate Newton's not here. He'll be, like, the first person to start pounding the desk and saying they need a blocking tight end. Those guys are getting harder and to harder find. to find. Yeah. There's Not that mean Mercedes Lewis is around. You just – colleges don't ask tight ends to do that. Yeah. And And so – Shoot at this rate, if you're that size and that good at blocking, probably play tackle. You're playing tackle. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, so it's yeah. easier said than done. But yeah, I mean they they need they need a bigger body who is more capable at blocking. But I think I think Jarwin can do all the but, stuff. But, that but even Schultz with that, I'm not
2: even sure how much they would be utilizing this offense. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I don't know how many two tight end sets we would actually utilize. Yeah. I don't,
3: they they you don't love like, yeah, them. You may have they it. love Likes them some the 12. twelve personnel yeah <sighs> I think right. they would use it I would be it might be boring they use it to run just give me a big like just hey, can you block and just run and out those are the two <laughs> things I need flat. you to do, yeah, run to the side block say. or run in the flat yeah.
1: all right, so so we we're playing the gm role here, yep. and I think we're all together on this, so we started with the Mari and because of that, we probably are going to let Dalton Schultz do his thing and I think it's going to be a DeMarco Murray type situation of mm. this is the number we have for you. I'm sorry if this insults you, but this is what we have and if the Jets or whatever or some other team doubles it or whatever, hey man, it's, it's been fun. And I think this is, we'd love for you to come back, but it is.
3: I think the number the number that eventually pops up when Adam Schefter breaks his signing is going to make everybody go whoa. whoa. It reminds me of Robert Quinn. Yeah. We spent months talking about like love to have him back at the right price. He's on the wrong side of 30. Maybe kind of keep the price down. He wasn't great against the run. Maybe they can bring him back on like a 30 million dollar <laughs> deal and then the Bears were like we'll give you 80. Yeah, and everybody was like, "Okay, Rob, go get it, go get it, buddy." And he, and did. we can't offer you that. And he did. And oh, and he set
1: the Bears' single he, season. He freaking killed career. it last so year. Yeah, that that was like the quietest great season. Yeah, you awesome. know. Yeah. Um, okay, so so that happens now. Now we're mm-hmm. gonna switch to. Now we got some decisions to make. Defense, yeah. defensive end. It, it's like I I wrote this yesterday. It's kind of like a chicken and egg type thing. Mm. Is it? Do you figure out what you want to do with Randy, and then that decides what you do with Tank, or do you figure out what you're doing with Tank, and that decides what you're going to do with Randy, or do you try to keep them both?
3: I think they inform each other. I th- I think those two things are connected simultaneously yeah. because yeah. of the because of the money it requires to sign a pass rusher. Like even even with the shared history that Randy and the front office have like I get like maybe Randy's willing to sign here on a favorable deal but it's still going to be expensive yeah. like you're still talking about north of 12 million dollars a year to sign him right
2: yeah that's fine because cause Tank is making what 20
3: yeah yeah which and- <laughs> in a <laughs> give me the 12 <laughs> give, give me the 12 <laughs> in a perfect world i think in 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 a world where you can just do what you want i think the cowboys approach demarcus and his people next week at the combine and say We would love to slash you down to like sixteen and then that'll help us keep Randy and you you still got plenty of money and wouldn't it be great to just have the band back together? And in a real world, tanks people will be like LOL, bro.
1: Right. But but they can laugh like that and say, we're not doing that. To the
3: market decides.
2: Until
1: you get cut and then you go and you probably make less than that. Yeah, somewhere where but you may be paying taxes.
3: It's a it's a pride thing, though. I oh, think it, for a lot it, of those guys, the, Le- it is. the Le'Veon Bill.
1: It is. You know, Demarcus is is tricky because it, it it looks like he's injury prone. He's in the last four years, he's missed like eight games, or no, no, he's missed like eleven games. Ten of them was this year with that with that foot, but. He's he's played these other ones. It's just like he's
3: played through a he lot plays of stuff. Through a lot, It's hard played, to look at it like that. I, yeah, I mean, I, I think we brought that up last week too. Like, I think it was I think it was sixteen when they like the great season thirteen and three. Like he had like one sack that year, and it was because he played like the whole season yeah. with one shoulder.
1: And, and I always I always tell this Kevin Burnett story. Kevin Burnett, KB. who you played with him, yeah, crazy. KB. And I, he he called me one time. And I was like, kind of Uh-oh. scared about it, because you know, he's got his he's own got opinions a, yeah, and boy, thoughts, yeah. yes, you know. He does. And he, because I called him injury prone. Uh oh. And he, well, Jerry Jones said one time he was like, well, "If we can keep Kevin Burnett out of the hospital," <laughs> he said that on in the draft room. But he 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 goes, "You said I was injury prone. I've only missed like five games in my career," which he was right. He also had surgery. When it was time to make linebacker decisions in the offseason, draft, free agency, he was always hurt. Mm. So, yes, you can say, I only miss so many games. It's timing. But timing of your injury, you know, you're at a situation where you're like, well, we're not going to draft this linebacker. We have Kevin Burnett, yeah. who's, who's got a cast on. You know what I mean? So, D-Law's sort of been that way because he's had some off-the-field off injuries. and I mean, not off-the-field, I'm sorry, off-season injuries. Um, but, yeah, I mean,
3: his his whole contract thing revolved around a surgery. Right, If you remember, he kind of, I thought it it was, it was petty toward the team, but like, I thought it was kind of genius. He was like, well, if you want me ready, then you need to sign me to this deal so I can have this surgery and I ain't getting it until you give me the money, which again, not great for the team, but like, that's just, I I thought it was smart business.
1: All right. We're going to play a game of uh, multiple choice.
3: I do real. I just, well, so we talked about this cutting. That's the thing. Like. I don't. Th- I think it would be incredibly stupid if they cut Amari Cooper, but that's tangible savings. Like he saves you like seventeen million dollars if he's not on this team. Demarcus hits your cap for twenty and saves you eight. Like I just don't even think it's. If but you also if could, you cut him, you could June first. him. you could just
1: do that in June first, and then you're saving nineteen.
3: True. But it, you can designate a guy a cut, and you could cut him March
1: seventeenth, and just yeah. designate and you could June one with two guys. Yeah, okay. and I think D. Law. It's one of them and Lyle could be the two Ooh. options there. Just because Lyle saves you one if you cut him now, but if you designate him, you cut him, he save 10, and you have a replacement that is not the same. Uh a... oh. What? Say it. Oh. Speak your mind. Oh, hold on. Let me finish
2: my... I had a spasm. I had a spasm. Yeah, okay. I was wondering what's yeah. wrong with
1: your back. <laughs> I said he has a replacement who is not the same, mm-hmm. but I don't think there is a huge difference. But
2: he's made out of steel? Yeah. Okay. Better do you than, think there's a huge
1: difference between the two? Better than glass. <laughs>
2: Facts. Um, I think that you need Lyle. I think you need Lyle because he's a, I think he's a sure thing. I think he's a sure thing, uh, regardless of the stuff that, that's happened. I'm, talking about, I'm just saying, performance-wise, there's no question marks when he's out there performance-wise if he can do it. I think some of the question marks that you've had when other people have stepped up into that role is, can they do it? Yeah. Right now, how effective will they be? Right? Can they actually do it? And I think you don't have that question mark when you're putting Lyle out there. Now, hey, Lyle, are you the same Lyle that you were before? Okay, well, if you're not, okay, then we can maybe let's talk about moving you over to left guard and putting you over there next to the Tyron. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's options there, but I don't think you have those same options when you're talking about some of these other guys that can yeah. step up into those roles. That's all I'm saying.
1: If he if he fully commits to that, if he fully commits to, to playing guard and doing that, then I'd be for that. Okay. But if he's like. Well, you know, whatever whatever's best for the team. I'll just I'll show up and we'll see what happens. If if he's not, and I don't know if he'd be that way because yeah. let's be let's be honest, La- two years ago he didn't show up in the best shape. He ended up getting hurt, he had a hip injury, he got surgery. Mm-hmm. Last year he was in good shape. Then he was suspended five games, which might have been a reason why. I mm-hmm. mean, there's just a lot of things yeah. that, you know, with, with with Lyle. But let's let's go back to the defensive ends. And I'm gonna I'm gonna put this, this question here on the test. Okay. All right. What is the most likely scenario to happen regarding defensive ends? A, Gregory and Lawrence are on the team. B, Gregory only. C, DeMarcus only. D, neither on the team. B. B is Randy Gregory
2: only. Yes. Yeah, I go. I don't think there's a way to stand behind D-Law's current number. Uh-huh. And validate that he should be making that based upon his performance.
1: Yeah, and I and I just, think Jerry would rather keep Randy than anything. I mean, like he 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 wants to keep Randy over any player. And that's probably him. his top priority. If he was running the show, he would. It starts with Randy. You know. I agree. You know how many times we we've talked, and I don't know if this is true or not, but you know, Steven will say it, or Jerry says, "Well, we haven't talked to the agent yet." And you're like, "What are you doing?" Right. They come out and say like, "No, oh, we've yeah, we talked to Randy."
3: It blew my mind at the senior. Yeah, like I always tell people, I'm like. Those conversations don't usually start until the combine, and sometimes they don't start until like a couple of days before free agency. Because again, like it's like uh, it's like dating, you know, like you don't want to be the person that texts or like, God forbid, you like double text. You know, you don't want to be the one that's more invested. That's what some of these negotiations are like. It's like, well, I mean, they can call us, but yeah, we're definitely. not calling them. Yeah, Get yeah. the hell out of here. But then they go to the Senior Bowl, and Jerry's like, Yeah, I was with Randy's agent yesterday in January. That is unusual. So that is very unusual.
1: So you know we've been told that there's a. Ch-
2: well, what, 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 I'm sorry. Well, right, right. I want to know. It. I want to know what your multiple choice answer is. Yeah, 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 I yeah.
1: said. Oh, I said. I said B. I'm, okay. I said okay. the same thing. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. Okay, but what would be the next choice? Let's rank them.
3: After B, I would. I do. I see. M- maybe a. maybe this is blind optimism, but like I have there's like a little sliver of me that thinks that they both wind up here. Like yeah. If if the team. Be, be, again, I don't think I don't think you can underestimate. I really do think this is a scenario where the team's history with the player could really make an impact. And I think Randy wants, Discount
1: type yeah, like Randy.
3: Of. Randy wants to be here. The team wants him here. An amicable situation can be agreed upon where everybody's a little bit happy. And then I don't think Demarcus Lawrence would take a pay cut, but maybe the team just. Decides to bite the bullet and restructure him, mm. which gives you the extra money without losing him.
1: Yeah, see, I, I would restructure Amari. But, Same. But, I, I think. Yeah,
3: the Cowboys could solve so many of their problems if they just restructured Amari. Like they, it, it would give them X amount of cap space to play around with. You, rest- yeah, but, but why would he? No, you, no, but
1: no, yeah, you know what I'm saying? we're we're,
3: we're talking restructures, not yeah, cuts. For sure. You don't players no, don't have no. a say in that.
1: No, instead of playing for twenty million, you in, in all the year and you just get 20 million in your yeah, pocket yeah, and then I it pushes you. it back a little bit <clears At throat> some point he's gonna...
2: um, I I disagree with you guys on the Randy and D-Law coming back together. I can't see that scenario. Reason, so you see it
1: you see a D-Law I think, by I think, himself
2: better than that? No, I don't see D-Law on his team.
3: Well No, he back. said he said Randy
1: Is only. he was Randy, Randy
2: only, only. Then, or they're both gone. Oh. oh, they're both going. Oh, I got that. The, re- the reason being is because I think Jerry Jones sits down with Coach McCarthy and Dan Quinn and says, Dan Quinn, can you have that same impact that you had this year without those guys?
1: And he says uh, – he probably has another word in there, and then he says no. And then you have to look at it and say,
2: what, what did they provide that was so dominant? I know, I... Take the emotions out of it. Take emotions out of it. What did they provide that was so dominant? Did they have an Aaron Donald effect? Did no, they have a Von Miller effect?
1: Okay, but but I'm, I'm just I'm just saying I know saying, like, I know, but I get I get annoyed when someone says Dak is an Aaron Rodgers, and then you're like, okay, okay, who is? But but no no no, no, that, no but, I mean I mean, not, I can that. take
2: the names out of. it. I'm just saying like, what element did you miss when D Law or Gregory wasn't there? I, this is I'm I'm very black and white. Like to take the names out of it. What what is it that they provided at that number that you couldn't get out of somebody else? When it, take if, I guess if it wasn't effort.
1: Well, they, Randy Gregory, I mean, Randy Gregory was playing at a very high level, level before the calf injury. And when he had the calf injury, they lost games. Yeah. They, they couldn't get after Patrick Mahomes. They couldn't get after Derek Carr against the, mm-hmm. uh, the Raiders. But, uh, I mean, oh, we'll say this that was such a penalty fest game. Yeah. I would imagine what Randy would have done in that game because yeah. they like to throw flags on Randy. True. Yeah. Which,
3: actually, it's funny. The numbers don't back it up at all. Like, Ran- Randy finished with six sacks. I didn't realize Dorrance Armstrong had five, mm-hmm. but and with all due respect to Dorrance Armstrong, not, yeah. no way. And what, what they have, DeMarcus Lawrence is an incredibly wa- well-polished and all-around sound end. Mm-hmm. Like I'll put him up the whole body of work, like playing the run, rushing the passer, impacting the quarterback. He does, he does that as well. As anybody, for sure. like I, he doesn't have like the freaky bend that the Von Millers for do. Sure, for sure, Randy does Different though. Style. Randy does. Yep. And Micah Parsons does too. Yep. And you need all of them to really have a terrifying pass rush. I agree. Donald gets all the credit. Uh, Leonard Floyd was a big part Man, of that. Yeah. Obviously, Von Miller had yeah. a hell of an impact. Of course, you need you prop you need you, need, you need three guys that can t- like that scare you. Agreed. And that's why I say
2: that you need Randy back. That's why I stand yep. on it and say, you need Randy back. D-Law, I respect the heck out of D-Law. I respect what he's done. But I, I, I think we all can agree he's not going to take a pay cut, right? I, I would I, assume so. I would assume that he won't take a pay cut. Not then, here. Yeah, not here. And if he's unwilling to take a pay cut here, I don't see him on this roster. And reason being, because I think what he provides to this team, he provides the leadership. There's a whole lot of things, attributes. I'm not a big stat guy. I'm I'm not. I, I won't give a dog doggone about stats. Cause there's so many other plays that mm. you affect. Stats lie. Yeah. yeah. So... I think that he provides a lot of other attributes to this team aside from sacks, okay? But what he does provide what I see on film, I think you can get that production
3: out of somebody who you, for half of the cost. Here's the thing, and I think this is where I differ is I just don't trust it. And okay. and I know as a GM you've got to think more about the bigger picture. You got to think about the long-term health of your yeah. cap and your roster. But like we're all sitting here disappointed as hell about a 12 and 5 team that couldn't win a playoff game. It's hard for me to imagine that they're a better version of that team without Lawrence because mm-hmm. I do think edge rusher is a position I, – I think it's a lot harder to find than you're giving it credit for right now because, like, the guys that can do it as well as Lawrence, won't, they won't be able to afford them on the open if, market. And unless, unless you have, like, a top-ten draft pick, like guys that can rush the passer that well that quickly, you don't find them in the draft. I, I agree. In year one at least. Like, maybe you luck out and find a – third round pick who becomes a stud it won't be in 2022 yeah i I don't
2: i don't think that you need a complete dog at the dm position in this defense and i'm very specific to saying this defense with dan quinn dan quinn can get pressure on you as long as you have attributes that he knows how to utilize if you're powerful if you have speed and he knows how to scheme it up you're going to be effective holistically as a defense not even as an individual what impact does your attributes provide that he can throw into the mix and expose a offensive line? That's all you're looking for. You don't. He Dan Quinn doesn't need a dominant guy like a D. Law. I almost can't even say dominant. He doesn't need a guy, a twenty million dollar guy like D. Law that can't single handedly just take over a game.
3: I can very much imagine a month from now or two months from now. I, you're, I, I think you're right now that like, I'm listening to your argument because I can imagine the Cowboys saying. You see what Dan got out of Micah as yeah, a 20% of the time pass rusher? Give us Micah and Randy and whatever we can add on the side of that and we'll be fine. Yep. I don't know if I believe that. I mean, I, I certainly think it's possible, yeah. but I think that's a very, like, pie in the sky, drinking the Kool-Aid type of thing of, like, hey, Micah got 13 sacks last year. Like, we just run it back and we don't
1: need Lawrence. I can imagine <laughs> that for sure. Yeah, yeah they, they won games, you know, without... D law. They didn't. They didn't. They weren't as successful without Gregory. Absolutely. They weren't really as successful without Amari, um, especially with the game that Amari and uh, and w- whatever the reason why Amari wasn't there. I get it. it uh, hey,
3: we don't have to get into the COVID stuff, but I think that's a big part of the reason why Amari might not be here too. Just the. I think there's a dissatisfaction there. I mean, Jerry Jones did not bother hiding his disappointment that Amari was unavailable for two weeks. I'm just going to
1: ignore that because I think that would be crazy.
3: So I'm just going to assume that.
1: I I think you're right. I don't
3: want to believe that. I don't like I'm not. Look, if if they move on from Amari, I'm like I'm not looking forward to doing radio and podcasts afterward because I'm not going to have anything nice to say. Right.
1: All right, let's go to break and maybe we'll have some nice things to say when we come back. We got a lot more questions. I want to ask these guys also a sneaky, I'm going to ask them about their sneaky draft, uh, draft need, and also maybe a player to watch in the draft, even though we're just going to just pull vault right over free agency here. We're going to be right back here for the final segment of the break.
0: to the break.
1: Discount days are back. Join Dallas Cowboys United presented by Globe Life, the official fan club of the Dallas Cowboys to receive up to 30% off pro shop in-store purchases from February 24th to 27th. Visit united.dallascowboys.com today.
2: I think you'd be an auctioneer.
1: I don't think so. That's as, that's as that's fast just, as it gets right there. That's it. and only because I want to hurry up and.
3: I watch Storage Wars. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, I love it. I met. I think I met the lady. One of the people that was on that. That was back before
1: COVID, which feels oh. like a lifetime ago. But I'm just surprised that wasn't a WrestleMania read because there's always. Man, I want to go. It's coming up, man. I want to go. Okay. And the PBR is coming up. Oh, I, gotta, I gotta
3: get tickets to both You're of those. Bull riding guy? Oh, no. I, I mean, oh, yes. I respect it, hey, but I'm not interested la- in watching it. The
1: last time when I was on the show, we did have a wrestling. I was on his show and they had a wrestling uh, read. And then that got down <laughs> the, to story time that this guy actually tried out okay. as a wrestler, yeah, right? What happened? WWE? Yep, WWE. Dude, I can
3: see that. You would have been why they didn't want you. You they would have did. been they offered me, it wasn't enough. Oh, really? Yeah, I enough. mean, that is a dude that is a hard life. It is being on the road like 300 days camp. a year. It
2: is. That's rough. I wouldn't, I couldn't be away from my family
3: and anymore. also like just destroying your body, body. just yeah. beat
1: down. I, you, you would be so good in the I don't know what they're called. I apologize. Just, just the interviews, just the <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah. What are they called? You know, when oh, they the promos, promos. Yeah. Oh,
3: yeah. Isaiah would be a promo god. Okay, heel though, or or good guy.
2: I don't know. They always make you turn. They always make you play both. I don't think there's anybody who's went through their entire career just being a good guy. They always make you play both sides.
3: Isaiah would be a heel who thinks he's a face. Like (laughs) Isaiah (laughs) thinks he's the good guy and the voice of reason, (laughs) but the crowd hates him or whatever. Kind of like old school Chris Jericho a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. But see, now Chris
1: Jericho's their competition. I kind of like. I like the guys that are the other way. The guys that are kind of, like, bad guys, but because of their attitude, you just like Respect them. Respect like, like, the Macho Man was, was sort of that way.
3: I mean, The Rock is the uh, the, rock. the pinnacle of that. Like, his whole Stone thing Cold. was... Stone Cold? A little bit. I love Stone Cold. Stone Cold is just is your straight fa-
1: Texan. Favorite wrestler of all time? Oh, yeah, Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. And, Stone Cold. and yours is...
3: It. I, I I refuse to separate Stone Cold and The Rock. I love them both. Yeah. That, I mean, that's my childhood. Attitude era forever.
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. <laughs> All right, let's let's talk a little bit about. I, I, I teed this up about sneaky need position, like what, and I know what it is for me. I'll just start it because if you got um, if you got Micah Parsons rushing the passer more, and Leighton Vander Esch did not have a great year, and he's a free agent, and Jabril Cox is coming off an injury, and Luke Gifford is even in this conversation. That makes me think linebacker is a pretty big need again. You need two linebackers. So that's big. I think from
3: pure and this always this always changes because people are going to make fun and the Cowboys don't spend money, but they're gonna you know they're gonna sign six or seven guys. They they do it every year and mm-hmm. so it'll change. But right now, like purely from a numbers standpoint, I think linebackers like a top three need on this roster. They just don't they don't have any. Neil and Le- and Leighton aren't under contract. Gifford and and Francis Bernard have done. I mean they're they're who yeah. they are. And then Jabril Cox. I have high hopes for what he can
1: be, but he's
3: coming, coming a off an ACL. Yeah. So,
1: um, you see a lot of draft, you know, mocks and stuff like that, and I've seen the linebacker from Georgia, Nakobe Dean, who's undersized a little bit. He right? is undersized, but
3: he's a heat-seeking missile. I mean, he sees it and goes. I don't know much about college. No, no. He's six flat, but is going to run a great forty and knows where the ball's going. How um, heavy is he? I mean, he uh, like I don't know 230, two twenty, two thirty.
1: Like, yeah. he's a I'm very t- twenty twenty two type of linebacker. I'm telling you, if if the guy is there and he maybe it's going to be close, but I'll take the guy that played in front of him, Jordan Davis. Yeah. Now I understand that he's kind of a you know he's a big defensive lineman, which I thought I thought Jordan Davis should have been had should have had some Heisman. Talk last year. I just thought that defense was so good, and somebody was starring on it. I guess Nicobe Dean was helping too. Honestly, that Georgia defense,
3: I would, off the top of my head, eight of the eleven are going to get drafted. Probably. What's
1: Jordan Davis's number? Um, dimension was
3: it? six six, like three
1: 350. The Big dude, right? The huge dude. The run, yeah, yeah. He's, I like that now. Oh yeah,
3: give me him all
2: day long.
1: And I and I get the argument. I think I heard some of it with Broadus on the draft show, we don't need to talk draft show, which. Well, we happen happens twice a week. But, um, you know, there, there's some talk about, well, do you draft a two-down player right there? But which two downs are we talking about? First and second? Because <laughs> if he can do his job and get off the field and let Micah Parsons and Randy and whoever else That's, get after it, then I'm okay with where's
3: it. Where's he projected?
1: right there it's 22
3: well, it this this is a weird draft like the the top of it is just it is a very yeah. beauty is in the eye of the beholder sort of draft gotcha. whatever you need i've okay. seen him projected anywhere from top 20 to in the 40s like oh, he really? he could be a second round pick okay. or or he could not be there when the Cowboys pick like it's hard to yeah. it's hard to tell
1: i've seen i think i've seen some mocks and he's like 22 23 yeah. like right you have like seen, to I've the seen e- for sure like that's <laughs> No, he's. Yeah.
3: I mean,
2: he's a hell he has, of a player. His effort, his size, his capabilities, his effort. Again, it's so much of the, so much of what they're going to add def- defensively for this team going forward in the draft or even in free agency is going to be a- around your character, your character and your effort. Right? That that's this. That is a. That's Dan. I've said it before. When Dan Quinn, using his name even came up, I told the guys on Talking Cop I said it's going to be a, the whole character of this team is about to be changed. Right, the, everything about
1: it. Let's go into that a little bit. You say character. You talking about. Off the field issues? I'm talking about both. I'm okay. talking about
2: both. I mean, I'm talking about like a, um, you know, you can't expect me to go hard every play type of guys.
1: Okay. You know, you're, talking, those type of you're talking <laughs> that. You're not talking about a guy that had some issues in college and from being young and immature. No. Okay. Because that happened. And 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 that pushed him down twelve spots, because I guarantee you, if it went just off of talent, Micah Parsons no. would have would have been higher than no, that. No, no, no. I think I think I mean in bringing up that cool character in terms of like off the field
2: stuff, I think that you will see, you'll probably see some free agents come in here that that might have had some of that in their past too.
1: Well, you always have. That's I've, always been Jerry. I'm talking
2: story. about guys that have taken like a year off. Don't be surprised to see some guys.
3: Ooh! Come oh! Back. Now I'm intrigued. Who? I, I got to go fish around for guys who sat out for the last year. Interesting. Interesting. My mind, Isaiah, my
1: mind's not there. Okay. Sneaky need. I said linebacker, and maybe it's not that sneaky. I mean, we just talked about this. Is
3: boring. I don't. I don't think this team has a sneaky need. Like all of <laughs> the I mean, glaring. You can look. I mean, linebacker speaks for itself. Receiver speaks for itself. Offensive line. Receiver speaks for itself because they just don't have any under contract. Yeah, especially if they get rid of Amari. Offensive line was the the reason for the most part why they fell apart in the second half of the season. So everybody knows about that. They don't have any safeties on the roster. Um, so if I'm if I'm looking for a sneaky need, probably edge, because yeah. even if he does it more. I, I don't want Micah to play end exclusively. I'm sorry if I have to stand alone on that hill. No, nope, I'm not. You're not on. I want some versatility. So even if he does it more, I don't want him there all the time. Agreed. And if they move on from Demarcus, Dorrance Armstrong is a free agent. Uh, Terrell Basham's still here. He was fine. Um, and yeah. and we you, Chauncey Golston. Yeah, he he was fine as a rookie. But I if if Demarcus isn't on this team. Yeah, I think. I mean, and I think end is something that you could potentially address as quickly as the first round of the draft.
1: Are you paying for uh, to bring your punter back?
3: Um, yes, anger.
1: Yeah, yes,
3: I, I am. If and it's huge, I and can't I think, imagine that the price would be crazy no, even after it, the season. That I don't it had. think
1: it'd be crazy, and I think. <laughs> based off of talking to him I think there's if there's a discount there I think he he would rather you. play here he he's, understands he's, he made it very clear how much he wants to play for bones yeah so because because he because he takes care of him you know we, we've talked about it many times and why. I also I play
2: with anger I used to block for anger when I was in Jacksonville really
3: yeah, yeah. good dude drafted ahead of Russell Wilson I'm glad like he made a pro like he's a good player I'm yes. glad that maybe he can get out from under that trivia fact because that's all anybody ever wants to talk about he when they bring drafted him drafted in, what, third round? Yeah, Jags drafted him in the third, like a few spots ahead of Russ.
1: So, I mean, that's... Sucks. Yeah. He's chilling, he's... He's going to have a 37-year yeah, year career. Yeah, He's he'll be, be okay. Fine. He'll be fine. <laughs> okay, I wouldn't, this wasn't on my list, but, but no, okay, not drafting a punter, but drafting a kicker has been talked about a lot. I would
3: like to re-sign anger because I don't want to spend draft picks on both positions, and I want to draft a kicker. I would mm-hmm. love to draft a kicker. Wow. What? Sorry? I,
1: I looked this up the other day.
3: And, Wanna, I mean, talk about saving some money and maybe feeling more confident when your kicker takes the field.
1: Not all kickers that are drafted have been good, yeah. but most of them have been. Like like they, they there's a reason why they draft. You know, like I, I went and looked this up in the last five or six years, and I, I know there's that Florida State kicker Guayon. Guay that he that didn't work out. I bl- like but most I, of them are good.
3: I firmly believe. The but like he had no chance the minute the Bucks traded up into the second round to get him. Jeez. it's such a mental position and like those types of expectations and that type of hype. I just think he crumbled under it. Yeah, I think if they draft him in the sixth round like a normal team, I bet he would have been fine. He's like, yeah, I'm a sixth round pick. Like I'm a good kicker, but I'm still a kicker. So
2: you don't pick a kicker in your second round of your fantasy?
3: Ah, <laughs> uh, no, it I wouldn't. I would not even. There's two. There's at least two really great kickers in this class. Um, Cameron Dicker out of Texas and Cade York out of LSU. They're both training yeah. here in Frisco. Uh, I would draft either one of them starting like in the fifth round. I'd be A-OK with that.
1: Yeah. I mean, Cade York hit that 50-something yard field goal and couldn't even see the goal post. Yep. Right? Oh, what a night. Yeah. That was the shoe game. Oh, yeah. Florida threw the shoe. That's right. Um, OK. Uh, did you have a sn- sneaky need? Or I mean I mean to his point, nothing to D's sneaky point there's nothing sneaky I mean I
2: think that you have to you have to address your interior offensive line. I think you have to address that. I think you have to address linebacker. And I think you have to if Urban's not coming back,
3: you have to address your interior defensive line. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about Brent Urban in a while. I think I think they're I, I mean th- they missed him. I think they missed him, yeah. He, I, he was a good I would love to have him back. He had tricep surgery in December. Yeah. I don't know what the recovery is on it's that. I know, long yeah, that's a tough too. position. He's got long arms
1: too. It's a tough position to have to do something to your arm yeah. for sure. And because this came out yesterday with uh, where the window has started with the franchise tag, was there is there anybody on this team that you would franchise that you would just say, all right, right, got to have them on the team at this I mean, premium if, price? If Anger. you know, that's about five million. I don't maybe not them. <laughs>
3: I mean, if they can't get, I think that's right. I would tag Randy. Obviously, like they got worked. Yeah, yeah. What? What, man? That's a lot of money, man. We, you need edge rushers. The man, okay. The man can run the hula hoop like parallel to the ground.
1: <laughs> you don't just find that on the street. Okay. okay, Here's here's the thing about that. I know we're we're about to go here. Before Chris is in my ear, he's probably telling me to wrap it up. Um, You're good. But r- real quick, um, with. Is he okay? Well, what is the number for? Let's just say Randy. Is it? I think uh, it's sixteen. Okay, let's just say it is. I, I, just, I, I, I'll pull it, it up. You talk, okay, and I'll pull it up. Because the thing is, is the minute that you tag him, and and you don't want him to play at sixteen million. It's twenty. Ooh, it's, is it That's twenty? 20? 20. 20. That's what I was thinking twenty point <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was saying. Okay. It's the same as D law. Okay, so let's say let's say that they tag him just so they can give themselves more time. But that is the number from then on. That is the agent's like, "All right, if you want a 4-year deal, it's 80. 5, it's 100." Mm. Cuz you just tagged him at 20 million, so that's the ir- I've never seen a player that. get tagged and then sign for less. less than that. It I doesn't agree. happen. I agree. So, it's be too careful much. too much. Doing the Dalton Schultz, it's like 11. Careful with that. What, what are we doing here? Kicking? Are you kicking <laughs> a guy the punter? Punter? <laughs> that's, that's yeah, the punter. maybe I,
3: and and I've seen I've seen people kick the idea of tagging Dalton Because it's a it's quote unquote affordable at least as far as (laughs) I just I love the idea that just handing somebody eleven million guaranteed is seen as affordable, but it is a much smaller number than than a lot of the other ones. Although I will, which I don't, I'm not trying to start an argument with Beamer, but everything I'm seeing has the DN tag at seventeen and a half, which is still a lot of money, but a little bit less than twenty.
1: I should have asked this earlier, but if Schultz is Tagged or here is Jarwin. Y'all letting him go there, Save a little bit, three yeah. or four million, something like that.
2: can How much haven't you given him a lot of money already? They gave him 24. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's staying.
3: Figure it out. Oh,
2: no. wow. Figure I'll it out, Jarwin. Save some
1: money here. Figure it no, out.
3: I I, 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 and I, it sucks because they're, they're besties. They're, you know, they've yeah. been here together. Sure. They're great friends, but. From a team building standpoint, I'm just not sure why they both need to be here, especially if they're both expensive players. So, and and maybe this is always it's this time of year is fun because their game plan could be so like we're sitting we're all in agreement like Amari's not going anywhere right right we're gonna do this that and the other and they're like yeah we're gonna cut Amari we're gonna uh, we're gonna get something done with Schultz like Schultz is a big part of this in our book yeah and I'm just yeah Yeah. so uh, who knows I think. I keep saying it. I think the next like five weeks are going to be
1: crazy. A little chaotic. Oh, yeah. All right. I appreciate it. Isaiah, thanks for filling in. You did a great appreciate job. It. Yeah. Thanks, um, man. Always All right. Fun, yeah. We'll see you next time. Hopefully, we'll have our full crew. But if not, we'll definitely find some more replacements like we do. Actually, but next time is. I'm going to say you'll need a replacement yeah. next a week. replacements. That's right. <laughs> be out of town. That's right. Uh, for the Combine. Yes, sir. So we'll, we'll probably be checking in. Yeah, for give me, me a call. You. Yeah, we definitely will. All right, because your live view won't be working, and we'll it's have true. to figure it all out. You are right. <laughs> 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 me, of all people, talking about uh, tech savvy. It's, it's funny. All right, for David Hellman, Isaiah Stanback, I'm Nick Eaton. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Chris, for g- keeping us on the air. See you.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!